Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Episode 60. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's episode 60 of Husband and Wife, Sentence to Life. We've done 60 podcasts. Wow. That's amazing, right? Mm. The podcasts aren't amazing. I mean, it's amazing that we've stuck it out for 60. Uh, it's Simon here. It's Laura over there. Hello, hello. Elephant in the room. I'm poorly. You are, you are. Really Proper poorly. though, innit? Yeah, and I'm not- amazed you've even come in here to do this, to be honest. Well, we've not done one for a... It could be a week and a half, two weeks since last time we did one. It's just been hectic. Yeah, well, hectic, more illness, more... Bleh. Oh, the girls... Well, Betsy's still not been back to school in all that time. Well, I think we mentioned about Honey. Honey had, she was laid up for three weeks. Yeah. Betsy was off school for two weeks. And half term. Yeah. So but she's only been back in school about a week since the start of term. Yeah. It's been a nightmare. And now you've decided to get it. And obviously, we all know with men, you're going to get it the worst. I'm trying so hard not to be that guy. I know. I- but it's hard because it's right <laughs> on my face. You can hear it in my voice. I've got proper snotty nose. My throat is killing me. You were coughing a lot in the night as well. Oh, it's, and it's a painful cough. I've tried to be nice. You're being great. Because I've got to be honest, after five, six weeks of it already... I'm, I know, it's crap. I'm, I'm kind it's of... rubbish, isn't it? A nurse is not a career I would ever choose. And I don't want to be poorly. I work too hard. Because like, it's not like... The wheels of life can't stop. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've, yeah. I've got to go into work. We've got a lot of live work coming up, live work starting up again. Well, already, I'm like, 
well, I can't, I physically can't take both Honey and Betsy to school tomorrow morning. Yeah. So if you're off work, I've got to work out. And Honey and I were sat trying to work out if there was anyone she knew in the ranches so that she could get a lift. And there wasn't. I'm, no. So I was like... Nightmare. Yeah. So, um, well, let's not work out the logistics of that on here because no. that'll make it an even more boring podcast. <laughs> but um, I got poorly about, I don't know, four or five days ago. It mm-hmm. started coming. I could feel it coming. And then I had a gig this weekend. So yeah. when was that? Yes, Was that only yesterday? It was. It was only yesterday. But it was a really early start. 5th of November, I got booked to do Dubai Ride. Now, there's this thing on here called Dubai Fitness Challenge. It lasts a month. They do it every November. It comes around in my diary because my work is a big part of it. I absolutely hate it. Right, because they always make us do something. Although last year, you were a proper champ at it. Yeah, I, I won some big prizes last year yeah. for how much exercise I was doing, which is remarkable. That can't, doesn't seem like a year ago, that, does it? No. Um, this time around, I'm doing a thing with schools on the radio, but the Dubai ride is this thing where they close off Sheikhzaid Road, the the main road the main through town. Road, yeah. It's a motorway, runs right through the middle of Dubai. It's where all the big buildings are that you see on all pictures. Yeah. And they close it off so cyclists can ride down it, which I, th- I actually want to do this. Yeah, it's pretty mental. I think I've made for a rod for my own bike because uh, I was so brilliant at it. I think they're going to hire me for it every year. To, so I'll probably never get <laughs> to ride right? it. <laughs> so you had suggested I didn't do it. It was a good payer. I don't do these things for love. It was a good payer and we certainly need the money. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm all for you doing gigs. It was just more that... I, yeah, it, I felt it, so rough. And I didn't think, because being on stage with a microphone... When you sound like this, is awful. And you had to be there at 2am. Well, my boss told me it was 4 till 7. Now, that, for me, is not so bad, because I'm awake at that time anyway. And uh, then the lady <laughs> from the PR, whatever they are, the, you know, the events team, yep. she finally called me the day before and said, I said, where do I park? And she goes, well, here's the thing, the road's closed at 2. And I'm at 2am. <laughs> so I've got to be there before 2am. Yeah. So, so this four till seven gig, which is already unsociable hours, is now two till seven. Well, she said she was going to go down there for eleven p.m. Didn't yeah, she, she goes. Yeah, but most of us going down eleven p.m. So you were going to go and the night before, hang out with them for the night. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a right laugh. <laughs> um, so I got up at half past one. I were at the house. I were down there not long after half past two in the morning. Yeah, and uh, true Dubai style, didn't start on time. So I ended up. Three hours being down there. And then, to cap it all off, I'm there, the cold, first thing in the morning, feeling rubbish. They went, oh, you need to wear our T-shirt with the logo on. <laughs> oh, my God. You hate being given clothes, don't you? If they fit, I don't mind it. Like, yeah, But it, even I, and, oh. But it was made out of... What is it, Lycra? What is, it, what is that stuff? It's like the, the stuff what sports tops and football yeah. kits are made out of. And did it like, what size do you want? And I was like, the biggest one you've got, please. <laughs> and they gave me an XXL, but it was tight. You know, it was like, it touched, it fit where it touched, I think is the saying. It showed your oh figure. Oh my God, it was uncomfortable. Muffin, full muffin tops. <laughs> you know, you know when you can see your belly button looks like a trampoline. When the t-shirt's tight and your belly button yeah. looks like a tra- Oh Aww. my God. You didn't actually look as bad as you thought, but. But then I was I was really hot because I was conscious. Yeah. And it was so humid. Like what I've realised is it doesn't cool down till six o'clock in the morning now. It's yeah. still humid through the night. And I was right underneath the Burj Khalifa. Amazing place to do a gig. Yeah. Anyway, 
I did the gig. You, and, and you even saw people from the night before coming out of bars. Two drunk women laid on floor. Yeah. Like, because I was next to, I don't want to say notorious, but a proper night out bar, double deckers, which I'd forgot about. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's funny because we're setting up a stage and, you know, I'm testing a microphone and there's just two women laid on floor, flat out. <laughs> and the best thing is, I've never seen so many police in one place. You know, like, yeah. got, there's this thing in Dubai, oh, if you ever see you out drunk, you're going to get arrested. Well, the police were starting the race with the supercars, you know, the Lamborghinis, the Maseratis, the Ferraris. Yeah. They had them all down there. But they're all stood about leaning on the posh cars, you know. So they didn't care about the two ladies with the legs. Two girls, <laughs> flat out, you know. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> we must be drunk. So I did it. Yeah. And it seemed to go well. It was quite nice, actually. I mean, not nice because I don't particularly like doing them things. But um, a lot of the riders seem to know our word. There are 25,000 riders. That's nice. And, I, you know, like people were shouting at me in a good way. Well, what about hey, okay, when, boy. when you're on a ride to see you, eh? Yeah, more encouragement. Yeah. Yeah. And I did that thing where they'd given me the corporate script, but obviously I just get bored. So I started mocking everybody who were coming past for the Lycra, for the bikes, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. And I thought, you know when you don't know what they're going to think of you? Yeah, you don't know whether you're like... Uh... Well, they, they were really happy with it. You know, oh, God, you're so funny, you're hilarious. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank... Because I thought... Sometimes they don't like you going outside the box, do they? No. Yeah. So that's nice. So hopefully I get some more work from that. So I did that. That's good. Uh, but it was hard. And it's hit me... I, normally, doesn't hit me hard getting up in the morning. But I think you've seen over the last couple of days since getting back. I'm just dead. Yeah, well, you're poorly, aren't you? So Bad, in it. Yes, yes. I mean, really, it's me everybody should be feeling sorry for. I said that. I said pray for me wife. <laughs> uh, so there's that. We've got some Christmas... Fa- we're going to be doing some Christmas fairs again, which is nice, because we've not done them for ages because of COVID. But this is one of the things we do do, ho- hosting school events. Yeah. And they do them out here properly, don't they, these fairs? I love them. Like, <laughs> our daughters... Both our daughters' schools do them normally. Well, yeah, because we don't really have big Christmas markets. The odd one, but... Yeah. But, yeah, so I think these Christmas fairs help get us... I used to do... What was the one I used to do? Is it Jess Night Market, it yeah. was called? Yeah. That was like a traditional one, and it was huge. Yeah. And then that one sort of fizzled out for some reason, and uh, such a shame, because I used to love doing that one. Yeah. Always a great crowd, and it was massive, and a good market. So we're doing one at our daughter's school, Honey. Yeah. Which we'd have never been able to do while Leo was still there, because he hated that we existed (laughs) in the same space as that school. Yeah. But Honey's not so bothered, is she? She likes having us around. So we're doing that. Well, all our mates say that I'm their best friend. Your mum's my bestie. That's what they say. Yeah, so. because you, you, you <laughs> give them keys to a certain cupboard, which perhaps you shouldn't. Um, and you like one of them when you like that. I am, I am. So, yeah, some Christmas stuff coming up. Yeah. Honey's going to be doing some stuff. She's um, she's oh. on the ball at the minute. I, you know, Honey, yeah. Costing me money. Well, the thing is, see, now what the schools do, as well as doing A-levels, to make their university forms look great and make you know stand to fluff them up yeah to stand out they're now doing like diplomas and she's doing some other like mini a level thing so she's got to do things like business ventures and drama and you know like yeah so she she this week has decided to do a business a christmas business yeah uh now in thinking that in coming up with that idea how much has that cost me so far 500 dirhams. Cost me 500 dirhams because she's come up with an idea to do it. And I'll tell you what, 
we're teaching her about business here because I'm getting that money back one way or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So hopefully they'll make a profit. But I'm excited for her. I sound grumpy there because I'm poorly, but I I am excited for her. But I also don't want you and I to end up doing the work. Because no. if we are, she's going to learn another lesson about business. <laughs> oh no, I an think she wants to. Her, her and her mate are doing it. Uh, she's she's signed herself up to do the annual staff student Christmas song and video. Yeah, which I think she's excited about, and she's also again she came up with that idea. Suddenly, I've got more work to do. <laughs> yeah, a bit yeah. of editing for you. She says to me, "Oh, can you do me a Christmas mashup?" And I said, "What do you mean a Christmas mashup? You know, like every Christmas song in one." I know. So, in my mind, I'm thinking Jive Bunny. You know where they used to put all the songs? Like, Come on, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Come on, everybody. And it just did. She wants every Christmas song. No, no, well, you see, now, the Grease Mega Mix has got about four or five of the songs. That's what uh, I was thinking. The Grease Mega Mix, all of a certain tempo, but, well, and it stood the test of time. The ABBA melody, Stars on 45, stood the test of time. Yeah. Some work's gone into that, though. And. The amount of work required is not just a you know an off the wrist. Well, you could uh, you could do it. You never know; it could be the next single. But it's the way you say it. Like, well, can't you just put them all together like that? Or can can I have a go at doing it? I kind of feel like yeah, go and have a go. Yeah, no, I'm... it is so hard to do. <laughs> and, uh, can you just do a mega mix? And I'm like, but just find one. Get on YouTube and find one. If if it's doable, someone's done a someone's done a Christmas medley. Yeah. Nothing. Anywhere. Right? And if that's people who are doing this full time have not bothered doing it, I have not got the time to do it. Right, okay. So that's not happening. She's, we've found a way around it, haven't we? Yeah, and she nicked, nicked our podcast room yesterday, so... Uh... Well, we've got extra mics sat up in here. So that means this is now... What would you call, what do you call it if other podcasts using it? It's like a production company. Yeah, we've we rented it out. We've uh, we've got four mics in here, which we've not had in here since the days of our old podcast, Fantasy Reboot, which was only little, but when you look back on it now, it seems oh, like a different time, yeah, doesn't I'm, it? I miss uh, having Roger and Leo in here. Well, if there's a time when we're all together at Christmas, I think we need to get everybody back in and do. We'll probably put it out on this podcast, but uh, a little reunion. Yes, let's do it that. Doesn't it seem like a long time ago? Yeah, and it was so nice. It, you, well, I used to love that podcast. And yeah, I mean, in case you've never heard of it, you can search it up. It's called Fantasy Reboot, and we took old films. In fact, they're still up on the wall here: Back to the Future, Titanic, Forrest Gump, The Exorcist, Wizard of Oz, Top Gun, Elf. Some people really liked Fantasy Reboot. I thought it was a good podcast. Yeah, no, I, I mean, and um, we would recast them. So yes. it's a, well, that's in the title, Fantasy Reboot. We'd reboot the films with our cast, and one of them, Home Alone has already been redone since us doing our... No. Uh, what am I going to say? Since us doing our... And, uh, yeah. And They've cast the actor that two of us said. Rod- and two Roger of and us, I, yeah. Yeah, and the other two, me and Leo. Basically, it's the friend out of Jojo Rabbit who's going to be playing the main kid yeah. in Home Alone. Yeah. And we said it should have been the guy who's the lead in Jojo Rabbit. The trailer's out now, and I think we can all agree he's a big pile of steaming turd in it. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but Roger and I were on the mulled wine at the time, so. How is it possible, when you look at that trailer, they've got so much that should work. Yeah. Every actor in it is somebody I love. Yeah, I think they've done the casting not quite right, not just the main character. you got both of them out of catastrophe, right? Is it both? Is the... 
It is her, isn't it? Sha- yes. Sharon they, Horgan. But they don't play a couple in this. Rob, I can't think of his name. He's the yep. baddie, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he's, oh, God, see, I can't for me, he's names. not a baddie. And the one that plays his mum does not suit that part at all. She's doing it. Well, she's... She's Irish, but she's doing like an English accent, which is just bizarre. But she slipped into the Irish. And, anyway, it, and this it's is just set in, in America. Yeah, it's um, literally the only saving grace in the entire trailer is the policeman turns up, and it's what was his brother called? The bully with the spider. Biff. No, that's that's uh, no, Back to the Future. It's uh, not Biff. I can't think. Oh, uh, what's his name? I've got fog brain because of the flu. Oh, I'm like, well, I've had since COVID. Um, Gus. What's his name? Oh my god! It'll come to me. It'll come All to right, me. All right, keep thinking. Do your alphabet thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should help you concentrate. <laughs> um, it just didn't work. I mean, have a look at it. And do you know what? I'll post it in the comments, and you can have a look if you've not seen it already. Speaking of which, we've watched this year's Christmas adverts. <gasps> Some of yes. We should talk about that. Yeah. First off, of course, is the John Lewis advert, which is the big one every year. Now, a lot of controversy this year. Because some of the papers are saying it's just not worked and they should stop making them. Really? Yeah. There's better adverts out there this year, and I think there actually is. Yeah. Um, the song they've used this time is uh, Together in Electric Dreams by Phil Oakey from Human League and Giorgio Moroder. Yeah. One of the greatest disco producers of all time. Uh, but they've done it in the uh, <laughs> wimpy, we'll always be together. Nice song. Yeah. But it's just a bit formulaic now. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then the story itself is formulaic, right? Yeah. An alien comes down to Earth, so that we've had the dragon, we've had the monster, we've had the dog on the trampoline, there's always the man in the moon, there's always like something that's an outcast who's got no Christmas. The snowman, that, yeah. The snowman. And then somebody, a little child, comes along and, you know, it's lovely. Yeah. Look... It's fair enough. It's nice. Yeah, it's. Def- I don't mind it. Definitely not the best one. What annoys me, what makes me like it more, is the adverse reaction that racists are having to it. And I've not talked to you about oh, this. Oh wow, I've not seen this. There's a big uproar because they used a black kid in it, right? It's not representative. It's a black family, and the the only white one in it is an alien. It's not representative. This is a guy's tweet that I read because. Only 15% of uh, people in Britain are non-white, right? Uh, I wanted to reply to this guy and just be like, why should the advert be representative? Why should you have... It doesn't matter. For for donkey's years, everybody in adverts has been white and men normally. Yeah. Oh, God, it made me so angry. So for that reason, I like the advert more. Well, what was the advert that got everyone up um, in arms? Well, it's the same one. It's the John Lewis one. It was an insurance advert. Was it John Lewis? I thought it was was Aldi. No, it was John Lewis. No, it was the Sainsbury's ad. It was the Sainsbury's ad. They got into big trouble, didn't they? Everybody was trying to um, boycott Sainsbury's. What was that one? Um... Again, it was a it was a black family, and the same it was the same argument, and people were saying that they were going to stop shopping at Sainsbury's. Oh my god! So there was a one recently with the the little boy in the dress, and he's just dancing round house. I love that one. What a funny advert! What a great advert! Yes, and you can just see people getting prickly about it. It's been banned that advert, but it's not been banned because people complained about a little boy in a dress. It's been banned because the advert makes you assume that your house insurance will cover. Your son walking around breaking everything oh, in house, God. so so it got banned for that reason. But Which it got is, more again, publicity. Ridiculous that that people even think that that it, 
It's a great bit of telly. I loved that advert. I understand, like, Ofcom saying, well, well, actually, it's, you know, it's false advertising. But, um, so the John Lewis one, to me, it's not controversial in the slightest. If anything, it's just one of the weaker adverts they've done. You know, it's nice, but it didn't make me feel as... You and I have got this thing at the minute. You're ready to cry at everything because of Leo being away. Yeah. I'm ready to cry at everything because A, I cry at everything, and B, I'm poorly. Right? So it takes nothing. I can watch Holmes and the Hammer and start crying if they do an house up good. You know, like, I'm ready to cry. So if the John Lewis advert's not making me cry on first viewing... Yeah. Something's, something's not right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm like, Betsy's uh, um, Dubai Form Arts today, and I'm missing her like crazy. It, like, it's and, and weird, isn't it? Which is, you know, and it's like... Well, she's not been back to school, and I said, oh, I was I'm thinking gonna, at work. I am going to struggle. A couple of days ago, I was thinking, my God, when she goes back to school, because you've had that company. Yeah. And you've pretty much had that company from one of the girls. Yes. Or me, yeah. since we got back from yeah, yeah, yeah. the UK. It's going to so. be hard. It is going to be hard. But I, and because, I'm, like you said, I'm feeling like that, and I want all my family around me. Yeah. But yeah, the best one so far, for me, was the Disney advert. So the Disney advert's called Stepdad. Yeah. And the songs, it's, it's a song about a stepdad. And uh, it's a, the animation is a fella moving in with his, what do they call them now? Blended family, I think it's called when you, you know, he brings a dog. It's a mum with a couple of little kids. I, it doesn't tell you what's happened to the the real dad. Yeah. But he's, there's signs of him around in a menu and stuff like that. Look, I'll not give away. All the links to these adverts we're talking about will be in the description of the podcast. Give them a look. Anyway, it's really long. It's about two and a half, three minutes long, but it's for Disney, so it's a Disney animation. Yeah. And my God, it punches you in the emotions. <laughs> it, it just, it's yeah. relentless punching you in the emotions. Yeah, it's lovely. Tearjerker. Yeah. Jenna Coleman has done an advert for Boots, which I really loved because it's like sparkly and Christmassy and family. Yeah, it grew on me, that one. It It's not still not my favourite, but it, it was better than John Lewis. I described it on Twitter as being a Mary Poppins rip-off because basically it's a magic handbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She opens a Boots handbag. Well, first thing I said is Tommy Cooper because, t- in fact, Tommy Cooper died doing this trick. He used to pull things out of a bag and he'd pull a ladder out, you know, and it'd be yeah. seemingly coming from nowhere. So um, it's half Tommy Cooper, half Mary Poppins, but it's very twinkly. And very sparkly. M&S have done Percy Pig. They've done a couple of different ones. They've done a, like a foodie one. And then... Yeah. Uh, the Percy Pig one, everyone's love it. I just didn't... I just thought it was like... Ugh. Yeah. Oh, well, is that the one Dawn French plays the... Dawn French is the little fairy thing. Yeah. And it's... Tom Holland is the pig. I thought the pig was... Uh, what's his name? Oh, everybody doesn't like. James Corden. Corden. But it's Tom Holland, apparently. But anyway... I, they're really playing on Percy Pigs, and I think we're in agreement that Percy Pigs aren't as good as everybody makes nah, out. No, nah. You know. Or Colin. Percy Pig and Colin the Caterpillar get <laughs> way too much love. Yeah. Look, I don't drink, but the sparkly gin bottles are better than the Colin the Caterpillar. Oh, right. So, the sp- I was looking at that earlier, the sparkly gin bottle. So now this year, M&S have totally built on that. They've now got light-up glasses, which I can't find. Yeah. But but I've seen somebody in Dubai has got them. Yeah. And when you pour your liquid into them, they light up. Oh, I like that. And then there's LED candles. But So you light the candle. And when you light the candle, the rest of the glass... Oh, I like that as well. ...lights up. There's, I like lights. There's also LED tablecloths. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was... 
I was like that, ready to press buy. Yeah, we've booked Leo's flight home for Christmas. Yeah, which is exciting. Paying for it wasn't exciting. Yeah, I'm kind of. I've not said anything yet because I don't want an argument. But I'm like, is this part of his Christmas present? Because it was a thousand pound. Um, he's coming home for. I Christmas. think probably part of my Christmas present, not so yeah. much for oh, him. Oh well, that's but... good. That <laughs> saves me a whole lot of worry. Um, so. In buying him this ticket, and there's some sort of thing where you could, there's a student discount, but not only that, they get 40 kilograms baggage. Yeah. Which is immense. And I saw your eyes light up because I'm just imagining you're going to fill that 40k. Well, I've already looked on Asda. and <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got no idea how much he's going to be dragging back. <laughs> the funny thing is, I wouldn't trust him. I wouldn't tr- if he was in this house now and I said go in the kitchen and fetch me a fork he'd fetch me a knife yeah, yeah. so the fact that you're willing to trust him to possibly bring Marks and Spencer's glassware back it's just he's no idea how to pack things like that I know I know. it's not going to happen just stick to things like what the he radio can't break times. radio times yeah I mean br- that's going to be the wrong one uh, so that's all exciting anyway I can't wait to get him back yeah already got some good things planned when he does come back he's got a job now oh we have been bugging him in that parent way since day one about getting a job there, getting out there, and he applied for a job at the cinema, and then he missed the interview first time because there was a mix-up with the email, and he couldn't go. Yeah, which sounds like... Uh... But then he didn't pull his finger out, and I was saying to him, every time I spoke to him, he, he by the way, he goes to this cinema probably two or three times a week, and I just kept saying... Every time you go to the cinema, ask for the manager. Yeah. Ask for the manager. Say, I applied for a job. You didn't get back to me about the interview. Can I have another interview? He dragged his bloody heels for a month, but he's finally done it. And what happened? Yeah. Yeah. He's now a, uh, what's his, something assistant. General assistant. General assistant, which is probably... It could be cleaning. That the, is the Cleaning bottom. up the popcorn. There's no, it it there's, could be selling the popcorn. It's the lowest. It could be... What else? What else do you do at the cinema? Selling tickets? Cleaning out the cinema oh, at the end. I know, the one he said he doesn't want is to be the guy that goes and tells people to shush. Well, I'll tell you what, there's one job worse than that that he's not going to like. The toilets. <laughs> and cinema toilets. But do you know what? Is This is only the second month, and I actually think... He, like None of his friends have, have got, um, you know, in his flat have got jobs. He's done really well yeah. to, to be getting a job That's so soon. Good. And uh, for a university student, full stop, to get it in his second month. So I'm really proud of him. It's good. Um, what else have we got? We did Halloween, which seems like forever ago now, was it? Like, it was a week ago. Yeah. We did Halloween and we did it properly. We did it outside and it was all right. Well, we went all out. You went all out on the light, lighting Lights. and sound projection. Yeah. And, and I went all out on food. I, you know, did the like teeth cookies and yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, all that. We spent a good few days on and off yeah. preparing for it. Because Betsy had said... You know, when, when Leo and Honey were small, we did it all for them a few years running. And we've not really done it massively s- since Betsy. And anyway, we promised her we'd do it this year. Yeah. We did it. And then at the end of the night, she went, yeah, it wasn't as good, was it? And I said, what do you mean? And she went, I think I just prefer it when you and daddy come and walk around with me so literally we could have not done all the decorating yep. which took weeks yep. and cost a bomb we could have not done the buffet yeah because we did a buffet for our friends as well so we had like a halloween party in the house which took days and you can see pictures of it on my instagram um all manner of expense shops back and forward and we could have literally on the night put a bloody bin bag round the shoulders 
took her out streets, got a couple of buckets full of sweets and been done. Yeah, well, you stayed back. And, to scare uh, the neighbours and the kids. Yeah. Went really well. Yeah, you had fun. I think... Uh, but at the end of it, and then the tidy up after, I was just like, this does not... It doesn't weigh up how long you take doing it. Yeah. Oh, you always say about Christmas dinner, the amount of time you spend cooking a Christmas dinner compared to like the 15 minutes of eating it. Yeah. It doesn't weigh up, does well, it? Well, and, and it's the same when you, you you have to put your Christmas decorations down, but you've had your Christmas decorations up for a month. The, this, you've had your, Christmas, uh, you've, your Halloween decorations up for a day. It's like for a couple of hours in the evening and all that effort. Pointless. Yeah. You know, and I know there's some people who are very anti-Halloween, A, for religious purposes, or B, because it's an American thing. But I'm not like that. Anything that, that we can do with the kids oh, to make them have a good time, fun, it's fun. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I really miss bonfire night, because it was bonfire night yesterday. Yeah. And obviously you don't do it out here, but I used to love bonfire. I prefer bonfire night to Halloween as oh, a kid. Yeah, I did. And like, you, you um, roasted chestnuts and the jacket Good. potatoes yeah, and all, all those smells. Very, very wintry feel, isn't it? Yeah. It's nice. And... Leo said to me that they'd bought sparklers. Oh, I love sparklers. Love sparklers. So that was Halloween. A uh, couple of recommendations for you. Yeah. Have you got anything else you want to do? Because we're coming up on half hour. My soup's on. I probably need to get a stir. Uh, n- no, I can wait. You can wait. Okay. A couple of recommendations. Stathlet's Flats, which we've not seen. Yeah. And it's been on. It's on Channel 4 in the UK. There's ways of getting it. Um... You can see bits of it on YouTube. It's Jamie Dimitru. It's got his sister's... Um, what's her name? Natasha Dimitru. She's the one out of what we do in the shadows, the vampire thing. Right. And it's just silly, funny. They're on about series four. Well worth a watch. Right. Does he have a Greek accent in real life? Or? Yeah, they're Greek. No, I get they his are Greek. Dimitru. No, I get that. They're not as Greek as they are in the programme. Right, okay. And obviously he's not as stupid I assume as he's, he's grown up in Britain, so yeah. I assume he's got an English accent. So but a bit, I think he's got a bit. I'd like to hear what they, him and his yeah. sister sound like in Well, his life. sister is, uh, I, first time I heard about her was on the Adam Buxton podcast. I didn't know who she was, and then I started seeing her pop up in things, right? And on the Adam Buxton podcast, she was so funny. She told an anecdote, the, their dad is in this Basically, it's an estate agent, right? Is it their real dad? That's not the real dad. Okay. But the anecdote she tells about her dad, apparently he goes round, and when he's out walking, if he sees a dog muck, he just picks it up with his bare hands. Oh. Right. Funniest anecdote, but she's also the one who said about that perfume that I was trying to get you for ages, which I can't remember the name of it, but she said it's the best perfume in the world and you can't find it anyway. It's dead. Do you remember? I went to get it for you, and we found yeah, it in vaguely. the posh bit yeah. of Morley Emirates. And... Uh, it turned out I just smell horrible. It's not like <laughs> cigarette ash or something. But uh, Stafflet's Flats. The other thing, Dear Evan Hansen, which is out in the cinema. If you can see it, it's uh, a musical. I don't... We've seen it. Yeah, well, it it opened um, in on Broadway, I think, 2015. Yeah, um, it's going back so. And the guy that plays played the lead in Broadway won numerous Tony Awards. Yeah. And it's they've used him in the film. Impossible to describe on paper. If I was to say to you, it's about suicide and teen angst and depression, but it's brilliant and it's a musical. Yeah. It doesn't fly, but it's actually well worth a watch. Parents will love it more than kids. Yeah, Honey honey loved it, Betsy loved it, and we loved it. Leo didn't like it. But, yeah, the, the, the main guy blew me away. So good. What a voice. Yeah. 
Uh, right. Uh, have you got anything else? What about the uh, the outlaws? Have you talked? Have we oh, talked? the outlaws. I think we mentioned it. Stephen Merchant's new thing. Yeah. So it's a BBC one. It's got um, Christopher Walken in it. It's set in Bristol. So you may have seen the story about a week ago about the uh, truck reverse the lorry reversing into the harbour at Bristol. Yeah. That wasn't part of the filming, but it was the makeup truck. Yeah. From the filming. <laughs> anyway, it's got about four episodes online already, and it's. I think it's really good. It's getting really moving. I, I wasn't that bothered at first. Yeah. But it's good. And what's it's it? Well what, worth a watch. Stephen Merchant. Oh, he, he's doing the voice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right. doing, what's he say? Bristol's famous for three things. Uh, yeah. Crack. Crack. Wallace and Grammar. And Wallace and Grammar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I've remembered the brother's name. Go on. Is it Buzz? Yeah, it is Buzz. Well done. On Home Alone. Yeah. What great recall that is. Uh, I had an idea for a new feature we could do. Yeah. Called uh, Things That Would Sound Good on Gogglebox. We love Gogglebox, don't we? Yeah. And often I'll say in the living room, because I often think we'd be a good family to have on Gogglebox, if not for how much swearing we do. Well, this is the thing. Some people are not don't like swearing in front of their children. We don't care. Well, it's not that we don't care, but we're, we're not... I care, but it's out before I yeah, know it. Our kids know that me and you swear quite a bit. Yeah. The funny thing is... I mean, I'm sure Honey and Leo swear amongst their friends. Yes, they do. Betsy, um, she none of them... Re- Betsy's really prim. Yeah, none of them repeat it, which is... But I think because we're so open about stuff like that, it's, it's like, ugh. It's, we're not, liberal, it's not even we? a thing. Yeah, yeah. Liberal snowflakes. So, yeah, we so swear. We were quite... I often think, I imagine the camera being on us on Gogglebox. It's not a vanity thing, because Gogglebox is full of, let's face it, some pretty much down-at-heel people. Yeah. Right? We love... Half the family's on there. There's some I can't stand. Yeah. But that's the yep. rich tapestry of life, isn't it? And I think about us on it. Would we be liked? Would we get... Who, what would they say about people? Look at the, <laughs> look at the dad laid out. They'd be looking city. at what we got on the table evening, Chris. The snacks. Yeah. Yep. And I think you come out with some absolute banger lines <laughs> that would be great on Gogglebox, right? Yeah. So I want to do a feature where if we hear each other say anything from now on, rather than say that would be good on Gogglebox... We save it for here on my new feature called That Would Be Good on Gogglebox. Right, okay. Because you know sometimes it's not about the telly, they'll just show a random clip of them saying something. Yeah. Like Jenny and Lee in the caravan. It's always, They're always doing something like cutting a plant or plucking her nose or something. Yeah. Right? I love them too. So I've got one that you've said in the last 24 hours. Yeah, go on, are you going to do it now? Yeah, I am. Do you have you any idea what it could be? No, I've got no idea. And right. are we still going to be friends after? <laughs> well, I'm going to say it anyway. Right, things that would be good. Uh, things that would be good on Gogglebox. Number one. Go on. Shall I do your voice in my r- terrible country voice? Yeah. Look at my big airy toe. <laughs> <laughs> so we're sat in oh, living room. Oh no. We're sat in living room. <laughs> Laura's got a foot on the coffee table, which is in between me and the television. Oh. And she just wiggles the little stumps and goes, look at my big airy toe. <laughs> <laughs> and I I did a, a ghost erection. I went, like that. As though, like, good. well done for yeah. turning me on with that saying. Yeah. So is that good? Is that a good feature? Brilliant. brilliant. Would be good on Gogglebox. Can I, can I explain why I've got a hairy toe? <laughs> <laughs> because you're a big airy woman. <laughs> uh, Oh. Oh. It's only on one. Do you need to explain? It's only on one. T- no, but look, it's just a body. Normally, normally, I, I um, 
you know, keep my toe hair under control. <laughs> well, I think that's as good a place as any to end today's episode, episode 60. Thank, I, I'm glad we've done it <laughs> because it's been on my mind that we've not done one and I like to, we will try and get them a bit more regular. I really want to do, we mentioned it a while ago, the seven pillars, the Alan Davies podcast. You want a copy? I want to do it just for one episode. I want you and I to do our seven pillars. Have you written them down? Yeah, I have. Okay, we'll, we'll get that together. I have, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Remember, like, subscribe, give us a five stars, tell your friends about it. Hey, if everybody who listens told their friends about it, be about 13 listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've not been eight charts for ages because we've not done a podcast. Uh, I check them every day. So um, I hope you enjoyed this one. I really I was got to get back in stir. We're making a what, carrot soup. I can smell the garlic coming it through the AC. It needs a proper stir now and I've got to judge it. Yeah. It, so um, we'll see you next time, everybody. Love you lots. Bye. Oh, I've not got me thingy ready. It's professional, isn't it? That's why we get all listeners. Say bye again. Bye. The end. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.